Welcome to the Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty podcast with Jonathan Cutton, Private Wealth Advisor, 2019 Barron's Hall of Fame Advisor, awarded to advisors who have, for 10 years, been on one or more of Barron's top 100 financial advisor lists, 2022 Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisor, and CEO of Cutton Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. This podcast offers a broad range of financial planning concepts to help you and your loved ones live brilliantly now and into the future. Jonathan will provide you with concepts that bring you confidence, simplicity, and success on your journey to financial and retirement security. Join us as we explore ways to help you feel more assured, connected, and in control of your financial life. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty podcast. Joining you for today's episode in place of Jonathan is Ashley Lang. We're going to find out about Ashley's history, her experience, and what really makes her tick as an advisor. She's a private wealth advisor and managing director of Cut and Wealth Management. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to meet you because I, uh, through this podcast, I've had the opportunity to meet some of the other people on the Cut and Wealth Management team. And it's just fascinating to see where you all came from and how long you've been there, uh, and then really how you've developed and grown, uh, not just professionally, but personally, kind of under this umbrella that you live in. So tell us a little bit about your path. Rumor has it, you've been with Cut and Wealth Management for a little while. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, uh, I've been here for, this is my 18th year here at Cut and Wealth. My path in this industry started really in college. Um, I was not really sure what I wanted to do. I, I played college basketball and it was a big focus of my time there. But at some point I came across an economics course and really started to enjoy it, became an economics major. And then senior year said, what am I going to do with this economics degree? And spoke to one of my very favorite professors. He sat me down and we kind of went through different paths that I could utilize with that degree. And he introduced me into a financial advisory career. And interestingly enough, said, you know what, I'm going to get you an internship. Would you want to try it? And I, I said, yes. And my senior year, he did get me an internship in a firm right by my school. And that's where I got my first taste of the industry and really developed a passion for it and saw what these people were doing in learning how those products and services and the relationships they were being able to create were able to have these individuals live financially stable. And that was definitely something that I liked and wanted to follow. Sure. So... <laughs> okay, so so that that was that was kind of the path, right? So let's continue that conversation. So internship, you realize financial services. How did you meet John Cutton and get involved with Cutton Wealth Management? So that particular firm actually offered me a, a job, and I started there. And from that career, I had um, started in another state, wanted to come back home to Long Island stayed with that firm for a while and then started to branch out and uh, met John. And then he offered me a position and I started here basically um, learning the ropes of actually becoming more of an advisory role under John. And that's how it started and how I got to where I am today. 
something that I found in interviewing high level athletes. So as a collegiate basketball player, I mean, that's high level, right? I mean, you're one step away from being a professional basketball player. Sure. Um, values, focus, guiding principles are something that a lot of high level athletes, they have a very strong foundation. Would you mind talking a little bit to our audience about your guiding principles and what got you to this level of uh, success today? Sure. Well, first and foremost, I would definitely, integrity is is the priority there, not only with clients, but just in, in general. And that is, I would say, the the core value that I strive to be best at, um, not only for my, my clients, but, but my life in general, and create trust and, and professionalism with that for my, the client experience. Um, secondly, I would definitely say grit. Um, that stands the test of time for me, just from, you know, basketball worlds and, and managing, you know, a college um, academic lifestyle and having that really helped lead me to being able to manage a family and a career um, and all of the things that come with that and persevere you know, through, through times um, when the, the markets are crazy and all the other things that can happen and also having um, four children while working and, and creating this career and this journey as well. So those two are, are my, my top. Gotcha. Integrity and grit. That's, those are some pretty strong uh, guiding principles. That's fantastic. Now, Unfortunately, in financial services, there aren't a lot of female advisors in this industry compared to males. This has been the case for, well, since you got into the industry and as long as I've been in the industry. Why do you think this is and how do you think your unique approach and a female perspective can really benefit clients? Sure. So unfortunately, it is definitely the case. I would say for me, when I started out in this industry, I was lucky enough to be in a situation where I didn't realize that this was a male-oriented industry. And the reason for that is the first office I started in was primarily female advisors, which 20 years, I mean, now is hardly the case. 20 years ago, definitely not the case. So I didn't know any different. And I really sometimes think back and say, what if it wasn't like that? would I have thought I could do this? So I was very fortunate to be in that situation with mentors that, that looked like me, that, that wanted to accomplish the same things as far as a family and things, and realized that I could do all those things with this career. I feel that potentially there's an intimidation factor with this industry, and women might not feel that they can be successful and potentially have family life and manage the ups and downs of the market and things of that nature. I do, though, realize that many firms, including our own, are trying to set the stage for that a little different. And they have been for a few years. And it seems to have, you know, even in our own office, we see now more candidates for internships that are female. That was very different a few years ago. And I love having conversations with these women who come in to say, yes, you can do this and, and watch their face light up to say, wow, you know, it is flexible. There is things I can do and I can be successful. Um, and I think if more of that was put out um, to, you know, college graduates and things of that nature, we, we will and can be in a different situation. 
Now, as far as you mentioned, um, you know, my perspective of being a, a woman and, and how that works, I mean, I believe that women bring a very different perspective to the industry. And that is mainly in the fact that we are truly genuine in, in how we conduct ourselves. I mean, from what I do in a meeting, um, you know, is listening, really understanding the client's goals and providing an empathetic ear. I think many people, you're dealing with emo emotions when you're dealing with money, right? And whether it's a good or bad ways, there is an innate ability for women to generally be caregivers and want to help. And I think that plays out very well to the client and making everybody feel comfortable. And I think that's really what sets us apart in this industry. Let's continue with the conversation of what sets you guys apart. Let's talk about the financial philosophy that you have when it comes to giving advice and how do you apply this to clients here at Cut and Wealth Management? My philosophy is actually pretty simple. Um, it's really just making sure that those conversations are had that I know my clients' goals through and through. No matter where they're headed, what they want to accomplish, where their kids want to go, that I understand that. And if I'm not able to, what the way I feel, if I'm not able to really understand that, how could I create a bl blueprint for them to follow or a path for them to follow? We really wouldn't be knowing where we're going. So to me, I take a lot of time to sit and learn about their goals, their expectations of what their future looks like and their concerns so that they can be on their financial journey with as little worry as possible. Let's talk about that financial journey, because I know that Cut and Wealth Management focuses heavily on financial planning. Why do you feel financial planning is so important and why does it resonate so heavily with your clients? Sure. I mean, really, for the reasons that I, I just mentioned um, previously is, you know, we I always kind of compare it to and I tell clients this, you know, when you go to the doctor and you may say, Hey, Doc, you know, I got this pain. I don't know what it's from. Can you help me out? You know, most of the time the doctor is going to say, sure, but let me ask a few questions. They're going to get to understand what the pain is, where is it, all of those things. And then nine times out of 10, they're going to say, well, I need an MRI or I need, a blue, I, I need an X-ray, something to help me diagnose where the problem is or the concern is. That's the way I look at a financial plan. And, you know, if we're just trying to get some you know, grow the portfolio, how do I know what products to use or where's your, where you're best suited if I really don't understand and I don't take a look under the hood and really understand what's underneath. And that to me is, you know, how I go about my financial planning process. And I think what leads clients to having that confidence that they're in the right place. Part of... <clears throat> Feeling that connection with your clients is understanding who you're sitting across from. Let's talk about in your, your practice specifically, who do you work best with? Who are the clients that when, when they call, and I'm sure it's most of them, you're like, yeah, I'd love to talk to them. Um, but who is that ideal client? Who are the people that you think that your financial planning, your financial advice helps the most? Sure. So I work with with clients in both stages of accumulation and the distribution phase of retirement. Many clients kind of stick with me throughout the whole process. I would say what I enjoy the most and what people think 
most people think it's the opposite, where the accumulation is the most um, the the most priority, and and it is you have to save. But what's where you really need the help is how do I distribute this in a way that works for me? And I look at it as like putting a puzzle together. So you have all these pieces and we start at the edges and we work our way in because there's so many things you have to be cognizant of as far as uh, tax implications and what's the first place to take and all these things. I truly enjoy that. And I have a passion for kind of taking all those pieces and putting them together and saying, here's the picture of where we're going. Um, And that is the the clients that want that step-by-step process. Those are the ones I work the best with. I like how you use that uh, analogy of of the the puzzle pieces that you start from the outside and you work your way in, because when you're building that plan and that image comes into view, right when you put all those puzzle pieces together, that's really what retirement should look like. That should be the picture of what their retirement's going to be. Sure. Um, what do you want your clients and prospective clients to take away from listening to this episode? Well, I would say, you know, for prospective clients, if you're in a situation where you're not feeling that someone is speaking to you about your goals and understanding your entire picture, financial planning is probably an avenue you would like to explore. And for, for clients that potentially are not in a financial planning arrangement, it's something to really explore. I, you know, I find that people who are in that type of arrangement with us really understand where they're going, which just makes you have what I call confident retirement. And it's not always about retirement, college planning and all of those things. But if you have a plan and you're following a process, even if you're not going to get 100% to goal, at least you're making your way towards that. So if you're not in that type of relationship, I highly recommend you know, looking into it. I want to just have you expand on the financial planning component of this just a little bit more deeply, because I really think that, you know, the title of this podcast, Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty, Mm -hmm. it starts with the word planning, and that was by design. When your clients are sitting across from you and you're going over a financial plan, can you explain a little bit about, about what that experience for them is like? Because a financial plan, Ashley, sometimes can be daunting. How how do you communicate such a huge life decision uh, when you're sitting across from clients? So I I take a very, it's a very processed step-by-step type of way that I go about it. So not to overwhelm. I don't sit and talk about everything in one meeting, right? The first meeting is to understand your goals. Next meeting is to get your data. Then from there, we go over what I find where we are and then where we're going to be. Then I take the steps that are necessary to get there and I break it down into one meeting each. So not because it can be extremely overwhelming. And especially if I come out of there telling you there's 10 different things to do, I want to work with my clients in a way that allows them to see their progress and enable them to feel confident about it. So we'll just start with the, 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 the biggest priority that they have of the things that I found, and we'll work our way through it. And I find most, so we spend, when we first do a financial plan from the beginning, we spend a lot of time together. But then as we're working our way through it, I just really continue to show you that progress. Um, and that's 
basically the way that, that I handle it and found it to be best for my client base. Yeah, the fact that you that you 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 chunk it up into little pieces, bite-sized pieces for them to comprehend, uh, that's absolutely fantastic. And it's such a much more palatable way to communicate these humongous life decisions, yeah. you know, that really can be a game changer, both personally, professionally, and familially, right? I mean, those sure. are really important. All right. Well, Ashley, I'm sure that there are going to be people who want to find out a little bit more about who you are uh, and how they could potentially work with you in the future. What's the best way for people uh, to reach out? So my phone, email, um, LinkedIn. So phone number is 631-770-0335. And my extension is 117. Uh, my email is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y dot L dot Lang, L-A-N-G at A-M-P-F dot com. And then I am also on LinkedIn um, and you can find me there as well. Um, I would say that those are the best ways. Well, I'm going to use a, a wonderful police tactic with you really quickly because you probably think that the podcast is over, but I'm going to turn back around after I've said, oh, I'll see you later. And I'm going to ask you my final question, which is what should I have asked you that I didn't? I would just say, you know, from a, a perspective of a woman and what some people might be thinking is how, how do you do this around busy family life. And I mentioned coaching basketball and all of the things that I do. And that we, we talk a lot about systems and processes here. And we try to create systems that allow us to make sure that, you know, all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. And I'm a big believer in that because it could potentially be be an issue if, if there was no system to follow. So luckily, I'm in a firm that um, has a great culture of that and has enabled me to be successful because of that. I think that was almost not verbatim, but very close to the other people that we've been able to interview on, on the Cotton Wealth Management team. It is about the culture. It is about the support. It is about the systems and processes that you have in place. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for letting our audience get a chance to know you a little bit better. And we'll make sure that uh, all of your contact information is accessible to the people who are listening to the show. Thank you so much for having me today. All right, everybody, uh, just so you know, uh, the next episode, we're going to be diving into Ashley's team, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun to have an opportunity for all of you listeners to find out more and more about the inner workings of what happens at Cut and Wealth, especially with Ashley's team. So for Ashley and everybody at Cut and Wealth Management, this is the Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty podcast. I'm Matt Halloran, your host, and I'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for listening to the Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty podcast with Jonathan Cutton, Private Wealth Advisor, 2019 Barron's Hall of Fame Advisor, 2022 Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisor. Cutton Wealth Management offers comprehensive financial advice and a broad range of solutions to help you and your loved ones live brilliantly now and in the future. Have questions? Contact us at Cutton Wealth Management at ampf.com or give us a call at 800-455-4595. Don't forget to click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. This podcast provides general information, is not intended to provide investment advice, and does not account for individual investor circumstances. Investment decisions should always be made based on an investor's specific circumstances. Neither past performance nor any forecast guarantees future results. Investment products are not insured by the FDIC, NCUA, or any federal agency, 
are not deposits or obligations of or guaranteed by any financial institution and involve investment risks, including possible loss of principal and fluctuation in value. Ameriprise Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Consult your tax advisor or attorney. Ameriprise Financial has not reviewed and does not endorse any other podcast channel or material. Barron's Hall of Fame advisors have been ranked for 10 or more years on one of the following lists. Barron's Top 100 Financial Advisors, Barron's Top 100 Women Financial Advisors, or Barron's Top 100 Independent Financial Advisors. Barron's generates its ranking from a formulaic analysis of surveys answered by candidates regarding assets, revenue, and quality of practice, including an advisor's regulatory and compliance record. Barron's is a registered trademark of Dow Jones LP, all rights reserved. This award is not indicative of the advisor's future performance. Neither Ameriprise Financial nor its advisors pay a fee to Barron's in exchange for the ranking. The Forbes Top Women, Best in State Women, and Best in State Wealth Advisor rankings are developed by Shook Research and are created using an algorithm that includes both qualitative, in-person, virtual, and telephone due diligence meetings, client impact, industry experience, review of best practices and compliance records, and firm nominations, and quantitative, assets under management, and revenue generated for their firm's data. Certain awards include a demographic component to qualify. Investment performance is not a criterion because client objectives and risk tolerances vary, and advisors rarely have audited performance reports. These rankings are based on the opinions of Shook Research LLC, are not indicative of future performance or representative of any one client's experience, and are based on data from the previous calendar year. Forbes Magazine and Shook Research do not receive compensation in exchange for placement on the ranking. For more information, www.shookresearch.com. Shook is a registered trademark of Shook Research, LLC. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial Advisors are individually registered to do business only in certain states. Please refer to an advisor's personal website for additional details.